prayer amid suffering. David W. Palmer, James 5.13 NKJV, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. The Holy Spirit says that prayer is the solution to the type of suffering he mentions here. He is speaking of undergoing hardship, affliction, or suffering evil. Basically, there are several types of suffering that we can face. Suffering as a result of our own sinful actions. 1 Peter 4.15 NKJV But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, and a vile doer, or as a busybody in other people's matters. Suffering because of an unprovoked and unearned attack at the complete initiative of the enemy. After all, the enemy attacked Jesus even though he was completely sinless in every way. Plus, innocent children suffer horrifically through no fault of their own, but because of the enemy's malevolent hatred of God's image and innocence. Suffering because we live in a fallen world. For example, the pain and suffering experienced during childbirth. Genesis 3.16 NLT Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. Suffering because we put our faith in God's word or begin to minister it, the enemy perceives this as a direct threat to his kingdom and control, so he counterattacks, attempting to prevent God's word prevailing. Mark 4 14 17 AKJV, the sower sows the word, but when they have heard, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts, and these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution rises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. We emphasize that this attack of affliction or persecution rises for the word's sake. In other words, there is no other reason for this onslaught, except that God has sowed his word into the person's heart, and they begin to cooperate with him in bringing it to harvest. The enemy hates this. He fights against it with full force. We see this principle illustrated with Jesus. At his baptism, he heard Father speak living word into his heart. Luke 3 21-22 NKJV when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized, and while he prayed, the heaven was opened. 22. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. Then, expecting Satan's onslaughts and counteroffensive, Jesus retreated to an isolated place to concentrate on the spiritual warfare. He faced what this would mean and he positioned himself ready to expend whatever it would take to win this fight of faith. He was prepared, vigilant, and focused to annihilate every enemy lie, accusation, and attempt to thwart God's word and to stop it coming to harvest. We note that Father said, You are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. Satan's countering attack began with, If you are the son of God, the sower sowed the word. Satan came immediately to steal that word. Luke 4 3 4 13 NKJV, and the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. 4. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. 13. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Even though Satan had overcome Adam and Eve with his lies and accusations, he was no match for the living word that Jesus wielded as a sharp two-edged sword. The enemy backed down. He departed from him. He will back down from you too, but not without a fight that will test your faith. This is a major part of the suffering that James refers to when he says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Of course, 
we should pray while enduring any form of suffering. For suffering that arises because we have sinned or disobeyed God, we need to pray a prayer of repentance and repair our relationship with Him. If we are suffering because it's a fallen environment or because of Adam and Eve's sin, we should still pray and exercise faith to overcome it. But, if we are suffering because the enemy is trying to stop our faith and God's word coming to harvest in our hearts, we need to fight the fight of faith and overcome him. This is real, and it is a necessary part of life as a Christian. Through Paul, the Holy Spirit gives us this advice for the following type of suffering. 2 Timothy 2 3 10 NKJV You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. 8 Remember that Jesus Christ, of the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to my gospel. 9. For which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains, but the word of God is not chained. 10. Therefore I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The soldier to whom he refers didn't pilot a remotely controlled drone or program a guided missile. He wasn't fighting at a distance from an air-conditioned office on a computer. No. He had armor a shield, and a sword. He had to fight in close, deadly combat with a vicious collar. Like him, we have protection in the spirit and a spiritual weapon with which to fight. Our weapons are invincible when used correctly in faith, and our warfare is close and very personal, but God expects us to overcome every enemy advance and mature as overcomers. What's more, God expects us to be an example to other believers of how to stand and overcome amid suffering. It takes patience and faith, it takes engaging the enemy in a sword-wielding battle protected by our faith, salvation, righteousness, the gospel, and truth. James 5 7 11 NKJV Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. 8. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. 9. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. 10. My brethren, take the prophets, who spoke in the name of the Lord, as an example of suffering and patience. 11. Indeed we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. In the midst of this overcoming resistance, we must remember to endure what it takes to bring glory to our King, and we must keep up evangelism and be ever vigilant, picking up on every nuance of the enemy's deceptive trickery and his subterfuge, ready to neutralize it with our sort of confessed faith. 2 Timothy 4 5 NKJV But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Today, Let's first ensure that we are not suffering as a guilty person because of sin or doing evil. If we are, then the prayer of repentance is where to begin. 1 Peter 3:17 NKJV For it is better, if it is the will of God, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. But, once that is fixed, whether the suffering is our own fault, the consequence of a fallen world, being attacked for no reason, or because we are receiving and growing God's word, let's fight the fight of faith and overcome. Begin now, and don't yield to the enemy's deadly trap of self-pity.